When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. Uh, Going to have a lot of fun today. In amidst all the depressing news, uh, Kinky Friedman will join me at 10.05 live from Echo Hill. Uh, he is uh, gearing up uh, uh, for the summer. He does a summer camp uh, every year. He does uh, a summer camp up in the Hill Country for uh, uh, Gold Star families, uh, for the kids of Gold Star families. And then he does a, a separate camp for the kids of first responders who have lost their lives uh, in, in their work. And uh, uh, he's going to talk about that. It's completely... Uh, a charitable uh, effort. Uh, there's no profit made. Uh, the, the, he is able to do this every year, and this is his third year uh, by the don- you know folks donating uh, uh, to Echo Hill. And so we'll talk to him. Also, I, I believe he's got a new song he, he wants to premiere uh, on this show, which he's done on a number of occasions. And when when you put Kinky Freeman on the air, you just sort of James, we just sort of let him do whatever he wants to do. It's, it's kind of what we do. Whatever Kinky wants to do. We let him do. So that's coming up at 10.05. Uh, but until then, though, uh, 210-599-5555, uh, this Madam Morris thing. It's interesting, isn't it? Tragic, yeah. And we, we don't, we're, it, it, in my discussion of Madam Morris, understand, I'm not trying trying to diminish, you know, the horrible, <laughs> tragic events uh, that these people suffered. Two of them are now dead. We now find out that they were found in a shack. They'd been tortured. What we're hearing is that uh, the cartels are about the business of hiring basically Haitians to be their foot soldiers. And uh, these folks, none of this is verified, but these folks were mistaken for Haitians working for the cartels, and and that's why they kind of got sucked up into all this horror. What, what's interesting about Madame Morris, though, is that watching, uh, you know, uh, your, your attorney general, watching uh, the press secretary, who is an idiot, much like the uh, the the attorney general, and watching all these people just reacting. To what happened in Matamoris, and holy crap, it's like they just found out there's cartels doing violent stuff along our southern border. It, aren't you kidding? I mean, it's it, it's like it's the, the clouds parted. Oh my God, we got to do something about this cartel violence. This will not. This is not acceptable. It was a uh, Jean Karine Clouseau's uh, uh, take. Unacceptable, she said. Uh, and, and they're all horrified and, oh, now, and now we're going to start detaining families at the border. Okay. We're going to detain. Fa- That's what badasses we are, man. We're going to detain entire families at the border because this stuff is unacceptable. 
I'm just curious why none of this stuff was unacceptable three years ago or almost three years ago. Why was having a, a, an open border acceptable to you folks? Why, Why? Uh, t- as Tucker pointed out uh, last night, I'm never quite sure of the math because the numbers are growing so uh, enormously it's hard to keep up with the latest number, but tens of thousands of people, predominantly young people, are dead because of fentanyl brought into this country by the cartels, perhaps financed, uh, certainly supplied by China. Tens of thousands of people. People will die today in this country because of fentanyl. Okay? Why has that been acceptable? You know, I'm just curious. <laughs> I mean, I, again, I'm not trying trying to diminish the tragic nature of what happened to those folks in Matamoros. My advice is, well, stay out of Matamoros, you know. I think it's probably some good advice right now. But you know, the administration, all these people, they're, they're acting like this is just new. Like, whoa, man, these cartels are bad guys. They're real meanie heads. Where the hell have you people been, man? Alejandro Mayorkas, who is a schmuck, is an artless piece of crap who has no expertise. I don't know. He's just he's he's another extraordinarily mediocre human being like the rest of the creatures populating this administration right now and populating our federal government. He's on CNN and he's being asked about national security. He's being asked about the border, and he's asked point blank by whoever the CNN person was you know is there a crisis at the border alejandro mayorkas says uh, no it's not a crisis but certainly climate change extreme weather occurrences uh have have, have led people to flee from their countries and try to make it to the u.s climate change He also says uh, cybersecurity is an issue, which we already kind of know, right? That the Chinese and bad actors around the planet, possibly Russia or what have you, are constantly hacking our stuff and and uh, and and blah blah blah, and trying to get into our infrastructure. We know that the dude is just acting. He's like everybody else with this administration, he, he and this government right now. He's acting like the rolling back of the Trump era policies. Didn't happen. Trump, they've actually fixed the immigration system because Trump left it broken in his wake. And no, legions of people are not coming here and doing whatever it takes to get across the border. And the cartels are not taking advantage of these people. I mean, you don't get across the border without cartel sponsorship and all the violence and the horror and, and weirdness and trafficking and slavery and sex stuff that goes on along with that. Guys like Mayorkas, they just act like it's not happening. <laughs> it's weird. It's climate change. That's what it is. Climate change is uh, encouraging people to come here because I... I guess what the climate is better here than in Venezuela. If it's about climate change, 
the hell does it matter if they're here or in Mexico? Good, good, Alejandro, did anybody think to ask him that follow-up question? How exactly does climate change? Oh, because it only, what, it only storms? You only have bad weather in South America? Because climate change is racist, right? Hates the brown skins. That's why climate change only, according to the same people, seems to impact black neighborhoods in this country. Poor black neighborhoods. Oddly, the uh, the freakish rain clouds dissipate when they're over a white neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, wow. Welcome to the party, uh, guys. Yeah, wow. Those, those cartels are really violent people, aren't they? They do violent stuff. Mr. Man, you better do something about this climate change thing. What a joke. What a farce, man. To what and I didn't see it. I, I'm kinda I've kinda checked out from the five at this point. I'm I'm kinda lost, you know, any desire to watch. It's it, it's not there's not a lot of nothing much newsworthy going on there with the five. But apparently they put up a map. Maybe maybe you've seen this where they, they show you on a map of the United States that uh, where you really have areas of cartel infestation inside this country and it's 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 coast to coast baby it's everywhere we are becoming a third world asshole and it's by design happy hump day 2105995555 it's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA the Sean Rima Show, San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Yeah, so if the cartels are monitoring this broadcast, I'm first off, I'm not a Haitian. I'm routinely mistaken for Jamaican and Haitian, but I'm not. I'm actually Norwegian-American. Uh, and if they want to kidnap me and hold me for ransom, all that means in my world is my wife would have to get a second job. It might take a while. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, you've, you know, words are everything these days. Uh, I, I'm watching, uh, I was going to talk about the, a, a new urban, or I don't know, liberal, liberally born label, I guess, that they want to apply now to Hispanic people because the whole Latinx thing didn't pan out for them. Uh, but they just still got to rename the Brownskins, got to come up with a label for the Brownskins. And James and I were just watching Kennedy, uh, who's got a crazy new hairdo, uh, is on uh, with Bill Hammer and, and, and the lovely and the, and the exquisite Dana Perino. On their on their Fox News show, and they're talking about how the I I was I missed this uh, by a few years, but the R.L. Stein Goosebumps books are now uh, they've joined the 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 uh, the community of uh, books that are now being edited because you know for because they'll upset people by today's standards. Uh, we saw this with the uh, Roll Doll books. Uh, Ian Fleming, the Ian Fleming uh, books are being uh, uh, re-edited or rewritten uh, because uh, to get rid of some of the more troubling uh, statements in in those novels. And now, and I I got this wrong. I thought R.L. Stein was actually involved in this, but apparently the the Goosebumps publishers are doing this without permission from R.L. Stein. 
and and it's just horrible, man. It's just it's first off, I, I just saw one example. They wherever R. L. Stein refers to African Americans, the geniuses who are now rewriting his stuff for him are now calling them brown people instead of African Americans because that's better, right? You know, I people. And I'm not, I'm I'm a little guy I, as far as writing. I, I self publish. I'm not anybody that anybody's ever gonna you know see on a New York Times bestseller list. But I I only publish hardcover or hard copies of my books. People ask me, why don't you go digital? I just got a problem with it. You know why? Because you can you can edit digit digital stuff in, in digital information, digital manuscripts, and they are about it. They're doing it. They're rewriting books. Uh, we live in an era where the left re- rewrote, rewrote a Ruth Bader Ginsburg quote because they didn't like, I think, the gender reference that she had there. I mean, we're, we're living the Orwellian nightmare right now. Uh, it, it's, it's, we're, we're, we're moving in that direction. I mean, you've got a media right now, as we've seen, the reactions to Tucker Carlson and some of this footage from January 6th, we have a media that has gone completely full-on Orwellian as far as what they report and what they don't. And frankly, at this point, they're just outright lying about what's going on. And uh, you're you're seeing the, I guess, what you would call the Ministry of, uh, of Information now about the business of rewriting classic works of literature. Uh, it's, it's, these are very strange times. Let's go to Robert. Robert, how you doing? Hi, Mr. Sean. Hey. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, why don't they rewrite money? Benjamin Franklin, Andrew Jackson, which is on the $20 bill. If they want to, why don't they exchange? You notice nobody's brought up money on the president's. Well, they don't like the money because it is- says, in God we trust. So if they could blot that off the money, they would. But they like the, Sean, the problem is I they know. like money. They like the money too much. So- <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I believe you there. That's why they don't, there's no discussion right. there. But the, the, the ex-presidents, I mean, they, in terms of, uh, oh, if yeah. you want to talk about past uh, racism, Andrew Jackson had sure. far. I'm not going to get into it, but I mean, no. But you're you're. They, it's, they, it, look, and I appreciate the comment. It's, it's Chris Rock is right. It's selective outrage. Selective outrage. And there's something else here I got to ask you about because I'm now just sort of starting to see this. You know, we we all root everybody, almost to a person, except for the the small group of Karens that came up with this Latinx thing, Latinx trying to uh, remove gender references from a freaking romantic language, okay? Mechanically, that's impossible as far as working within the language. But Hispanics hate it. Only like 3% of all Hispanics wanted to be wanted to be referred to as Latinx. My wife thinks it's horrible. Like I said, if you call my wife a Latinx, she's going to spit in your eye. But now, James and Don, I'm starting to see this word pop up, C-H-I-C-A-N-X. Chikansk? Chikansk? Chikansk. And now this apparently is the new word that has been deemed appropriate and gender-free for Hispanic people. Because I looked it up in the I looked it up online. What defined uh, Chikansk? 
And it, and for some odd reason, it supposedly refers to people from Mexico. It sounds more like Chicano to me. I mean, is that am I getting that wrong? Uh, that seems the basis of it because it would be Latino, Latinx, Chicano, Chiquinks. You're gonna have Puerto Rican X. I mean, Puerto Rican X's. You know what I mean? This is the. Dumbest. I think I have a Puerto Rican X. I'm just saying this X thing is getting a little stupid, and and nobody wants it. Nobody likes it. Again, you're trying to remove gender references from a language that is essentially constructed from gender references. I like the how masculine you, and the feminine. I like how you said the Latinx didn't stick, so we came up with they came up with another one. What Chikinx. does it feel like that? Like, well, they didn't like Latinx. Well, here's Chicanix. <laughs> so are there. We, are we going to be? They want to be called Chicanixes. Are we going to be Binks for binks. Beaners? <laughs> I don't know what's going binks. on. <laughs> I can't, I don't know no. what they're doing. No. Oh God. God you know, I, I have a question. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm, I'm an insulted Hispanic. I'm, I'm losing my right. mind. Oh my God. Ethically, you can say whatever he wants to about this. Okay. I can't. I'm a Norwegian American. I think. And you know what? From now on, <laughs> I want to be called a Viking X. Okay. I'm I'm sick of the gender references when it comes to Norwegian Americans. So, all right. So it's Olaf X from now on. Norwinks. 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 <laughs> Sounds like something you need eye drops for. Yeah. Or it, I, it's a brand. It's a brand of eye drops. This is just. It's. I'm so sick of it. Man. How laughable is it? Conjunctivitis. Try Norwinks. Conjunctiv. What'd you say? Conjunctivitis. Try Norwinks. Norwinks. I want to be known as a Norwinks from now on. <laughs> I don't want any gender references. I'm 56 now. I, you know, I, if you live long enough, your gender eventually goes away anyway. So you know what I mean. Well, that. <laughs> All right. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSa. And we're back. New stock 550 KTSa FM 107.1. One of the things in in my biz. In my business, and we call it the business, is that uh, you know you're not really doing your job as a public commentator or a talk show host if you don't piss somebody off at some point. That's how you know the reaction is how you know you're having an impact. How you know you you really hit a freaking nerve. And if you were watching Chuck Schumer on the Senate floor yesterday talking about Tucker Carlson, well, Tuck hit a nerve. <laughs> Obviously, uh, as you know, Tucker Carlson on Monday last night it was not Monday night was obviously the big reveal with this raw footage from all the cameras uh, on January sixth at the Capitol. Uh, Monday night we sat and watched the footage of the so-called QAnon shaman who's in federal prison for four years, mind you. Uh, not being arrested by Capitol Police, but being led around the Capitol by uh, Capitol Police. They're laughing. The cops are trying to open doors for them. It's very congenial. We see hundreds of people moving through the Capitol peacefully, uh, being, again, directed by Capitol Police. It was not the, well, you and I knew this anyway, but it certainly wasn't the violent insurrection where half a dozen police officers lost their lives, which is an absolute freaking lie. 
So Tucker Carlson got his mitts on the footage. Uh, he took it to cap to the Capitol Police and showed them what he wanted to broadcast and asked him if it was okay. And they said, yep. Apparently they had a couple of issues, but it was nothing unreasonable. And it aired on Monday night, and uh, there was uh, going to be some more footage last night. And so yesterday, Senator Chuck Schumer, uh, on the floor of the Senate, in the official historic record of the Senate, uh, begged Fox News and Rupert Murdoch not to allow Tucker Carlson to air the footage, any more footage. It was, by anyone's estimation, unless you're a complete moron, a pathetic display. It really was, man. It was embarrassing. I and this is Chuck Schumer. I and so many others who were here are just furious with Tucker Carlson with disregard of the risks and knowing full well he was lying. About what, Chuck? What's he lying about? You know, right? Odd he didn't bring that up in his his statements, what exactly it was that Tucker was lying about. He just said, knowing full well he was lying, lying to his audience, Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. It wasn't violent, and it wasn't an insurrection. Was there some property damage? Did they bust some windows? A, A small group of people... Uh, in the, again, thousands of people uh, who made their way, or hundreds of people who made their way into the Capitol that day. Some folks broke some windows. The only violence that actually took place is when Ashley Babbitt got shot dead by a Capitol police officer who thus far has faced no charges. Schumer goes on to say January 6th was not violent is a lie, a lie, pure and simple. He actually had the hubris and the arrogance to say this next thing. I don't think I've ever seen a primetime cable news anchor manipulate his viewers the way Mr. Carlson did last night. I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain. You understand, Chucky, you're asking for the free press to be shut down in your comments, right? You are telling a news agency, a news company, to to not allow a journalist to air footage in, in the context of a story. But somehow Tucker Carlson is treating democracy with disdain. You don't want the footage out there, neither do any of your evil cohorts, because the truth of it is it was not a violent in, uh, insurrection it, at best, it was a riot. And you don't want the truth of that getting out. You sure as hell don't want the truth of it getting out that possibly many of your cohorts uh, were behind the January 6th uh, so-called insurrection. Uh, Chuck Schumer lies to the American people on a daily basis. The media lied to the American people on a, on a daily basis. I know. Yeah, look, you, there's so many examples. Let me just pull one out of the air. Oh, yeah, saying that five cops died as a result of January 6th is a flat-out freaking lie. 
only showing footage of uh, the folks busting the windows and apparently adding in, editing in sound effects of gunshots and violence, that's not in any way, shape, or form attempting to manipulate your audience, right? Right? It was really embarrassing. Pathetic, man. Absolutely freaking pathetic. Chuck Schumer is a soulless, artless piece of crap. 210-599-5555. The news that's hot. Extraordinarily hot situation right now. Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550, ATSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, we're back. Once again, Kinky Freeman coming up at 10.05, live from Echo Hill, up in the hill country. We're talking about the uh, the uh, summer camps coming up. Uh, he's, he's in fundraising mode. Uh, uh, it's a completely charitable, charitable endeavor. Kingster puts on a couple of camps for the kids of uh, uh, Gold Star families and first responders in the summertime. It's the third year. Actually started this the camp uh, near the tail end of of COVID, and uh, when a lot of people were saying it wasn't going to work, and, uh, and and work it did. It's been become wildly popular, and uh, so Kinky will be talking about the camp, and also I believe he's got a new song he wants to premiere on the air. So again, when we have the Kingster on, you never quite know what's going to happen, and that's why we like having the Kingster on. Uh, beyond that, man, I'm, I'm just, why don't people just go to freaking work? What, what is, what is the issue with Americans and just freaking working at this point? Okay. What's this thing? Bare minimum Mondays I'm now hearing about. It's a TikTok thing, which means the communists are behind it. They're trying to deplete the American workforce. Well, we had, uh, we had, uh, what is it? So- what is it? Soft quitting. Is that what they call it? What is it? Cold, um, trying to think of the, the quiet? quiet quitting, where you just don't do your freaking job until they fire you. Now, TikTok users are talking about bare minimum Mondays, where you just sort of show up on Monday and, and do only as much as you can get away with, so you can slide on out of there easier. And I, I, I got an article from the Daily Wire where they're talking about some chick who's a TikTok creator. Who talks about bare minimum Mondays and how uh, the tide is turning, and I feel like employees are tired of trading their well-being to perform well at work. Who cares about your freaking well-being if some dude or somebody is paying you money to do something? Your well-being is your own freaking responsibility. It's not your employer's freaking responsibility. You know what I mean? Holy crap, man. Just go to stinking work and do your stinking job. Here's my advice for young people who wish to be successful in life. Go to freaking work and do your freaking job. (laughs) It's really that simple. You know, if you need your well-being is up to you. If if your if your job is causing you so much injury to your well-being, well then you need to get off your lazy ass and go find a different job. All right? You have control over that. I'm so sick of this idea that employers 
somehow owe you something or should be cool with all this crap. You know, oh, yeah, hey, bare minimum Monday. Just screw off today. I'm I'm paying you to screw off. I know I every time I bring stuff like this up, I hear from my wife. Well, Mr. John, you only work four hours a day. That's right. <laughs> You're right. That's my gig. Okay. I was concerned about my well-being very early on in life, and so I pursued a, a job in radio. Because <laughs> I didn't like heavy lifting, okay? All right? Worked my ass off to get this gig after 30 years. Or 20 years, whatever the hell it was. But the rest of you... Go to work. Just go to work and do your stinking job. That's the best thing. Go to work and do your stinking job, okay? Go to work and do the job you agreed to do. Because that's what people, that's what kind of gets lost in this new work ethic thing, isn't it? The fact that you, it's like it's like the, uh, uh, the college debt thing. You made a contract with somebody that they were going to pay you a certain amount of money to do certain things. You agreed to that. And uh, the new work ethic is, mystically, that's kind of left out of the equation. And, oh, my boss doesn't care about my wellness time. And, oh, my boss doesn't care if I'm happy or not. My boss doesn't. Your boss cares that he's getting his money's worth. Your boss is concerned that you're doing the crap that you said you were going to do for the amount of money the dude is paying you. Or the dudette. Them. G. I don't know whatever the gender pronouns may be just saying i'm 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 you know and i'm not i'm not even a hard ass when it comes to the whole work ethic thing but i do know the the easiest thing you can do in life is show up <laughs> and be on time the easiest thing you can do in this life is whatever the hell you agreed to do for the amount of money you agreed to accept to do whatever that thing is that the guy wants you to you to do it's not that deep you don't like your job get another job look for another job okay but bare minimum monday my ass if i found if i if i owned a company and i found out there was bare minimum monday stuff going on i'd be firing people man <laughs> i'd be cutting people loose <laughs> you know what i mean a lot of this stuff just simply doesn't work in the private sector well then again you got lots of companies that are trying to be woke and and they're kind of letting the lunatics run the asylum they got used to that crap over at Twitter until Elon came along. Uh, and I don't think he should have apologized for offending people he fired. You know what I mean? Just or laid off. Just saying. But just go to freaking work, okay? Kinky Friedman coming up next at 10.05. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Hour number two. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. And uh, we'll get back before the hours through. We'll get back to talking about some of the uh, news items of the day and uh, 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 some of the stuff we've learned from the Tucker Carlson show over this past week. We'll talk about Madam Morris some more. Uh, as we move along, and uh, do we? Uh, okay, oh, we're going to talk right now to one of my favorite people on planet Earth, Mister Kinky Freeman, live from Echo Hill. How are you, man? Hello, brother. Uh, doing pretty good, I think. Uh, we we have three engineers and carpenters. We're replacing a toilet at breakneck speed <laughs> up here in uh, Medina. Right. Actually. 
I, I heard that you're getting a bathroom renovation going on. We are, but once you start a bathroom renovation, it tends to go through the whole house because it's really old. <laughs> and, uh, I think the carpenters would agree with me, and I. this poses a little literary question I'd like to throw out to you, Sean. What's that? Who wrote, or who's, who, who wrote, who wrote, Raise high the roof beam, carpenters. Oh, I know that. Oh. You don't know that probably because. Uh, it sounds familiar. Okay. Who is that? Average IQ of your audience. Is, no, I'm kidding. Ah, I see how you are. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Who is that? Uh, it's uh, J.D. Salinger. Oh, okay. I, I thought I'd heard that before somewhere. Raise high the roof beam, carpenter. Now you, but you also got a lot of work going on because the, the 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 Echo Hill camps are coming up in the summertime. You got one for the Gold Star families. You got one for the first kids of first responders, and it's a completely charitable endeavor. And uh, so you got to raise money. How, how's it going so far? Well, we're doing better than expected, uh, and um, it's I think it's a combination of of things, but. Uh, We've got a, we've got a lot more enrolled right now than we did at at the end of the the camp last year. Oh wow! So we were way ahead of ourselves, and uh, that's if anybody that wants to uh, check us out, this is a Gold Star Camp, uh, Echo Hill Ranch, Echo Hill Gold Star probably would be the best way. Okay. Or or Echo Hill dot org. I think you just go to Echo Hill dot org and it will bring all that stuff up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it's uh, it's a lot of kids already signed up, including a fairly large clutch of uh, of Afghan kids. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I'm trying to get people not to say, "Oh wow, Sean," if we can possibly do it. <laughs> I'm right. having trouble stamping it out. It's worse than awesome. I mean, it's- I got to stop saying "wow." I say it way too much. You're you're absolutely right. Let me say. Let me. Let me. Oh. Su- I'll supplant this word. Phenomenal. That's phenomenal, Kiki. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Phenomenal. We could try. <laughs> I'll, I'll work with you on that one. Well, but I mean, but, it, it, this is the third year. I think it's the third year you've done this. And well, when you started the camp, I, I think we're still. We had COVID still going on. A lot of people are saying, "Oh no, it's not going to work." But that first year was fantastic, and it just keeps getting bigger every year. That is totally true, and. The kinds of people that are sending money, and you know, a guy comes in with a with a drops off an anonymous check for twenty five thousand wow. dollars. I mean, there are some people that really believe in what we're doing, uh, and it does seem to be working. The kids are having fun. That is, these are kids that have lost a parent uh, in through military action, uh, and it's. Uh, I mean, you can imagine what it's like a kid mm. that's never been at a sleepaway camp in his life and uh, immediately gets chewed up by the system. Mm. And uh, the bureaucracy just kind of uh, eat, eats them up after, you know, it seems that the adult things are are better organized. Right. Uh, or they have more money. They're corporate, all of them. And, and we're not heavily corporate, but... We're sure getting a hell of a lot of people uh, signing up, one, to help, 
volunteer their time, which is just as valuable, valuable as volunteering their money. Well, it, more. It, it, and I would think, uh, you know, for the kids themselves, I mean, it, all the kids there are kids that have lost a family, have lost a parent. So the, the, not only are they, are they getting this amazing experience at the camp with all the activities and you hanging out and everything, but they also get to interact with other kids who have been through the same thing. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, uh, and there couldn't be, uh, you know, we're not, uh, uh, we're not one of a, a, a camp. All right, hold it down. <laughs> The freedmen's uh, want to get on the radio. <laughs> got a big operation going here, and <laughs> right. uh, no, it's it's uh, basically fun is our target, right? And we do achieve that, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, the staff say maybe is part of the heart of it, right? And, uh, and then at the end, of, by the end of camp. There's uh, tears in the eyes of, of not of the kids so much. They had a great time. But the staff mm. has been inspired. Oh, I bet. And because here's, here is a group of kids that have probably been dealt a worse hand in life than any of, of the, the staff. Mm. And, um, and we aim to, we're doing all kinds of stuff uh, this summer, activity-wise, stuff you will never find at uh, other summer camps, and it's all free. I mean, all of it, uh, the area we could use a little bit of help with probably is the uh, transport. Mm. Uh, have We now have uh, 18 states that are sending kids to, to uh, Echo Hill Gold Star Camp, and so uh, it, it's already a hit. I, I think it's great, and I, you know, one thing just, just hanging out with you for all these years is that you know routinely we, we visitor people show up who are adults who were there as kids uh, at your at your mom and dad's camp and your in the family camp originally, and they still it's it's a memory that sticks with them forever. So you look at these kids who are coming now. Uh, and especially after suffering such a horrible tragedy in their lives, which I, I have no idea what that must be like for a little kid to go through that kind of a loss. And they've got this wonderful, amazing, magical place to be, and I imagine that, uh, you know, that, that's something that's going to carry with them for the rest of their lives. You're right. It's a, it's a haven. It's a harbor. Uh, it's a magical place, and we encourage everybody, come on out just to give us a call so we can – set up and and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you if you climb it to the top of echo hill which i don't recommend for <laughs> really old people like me and me <laughs> uh, but uh that has a, a, a memory stones all over the summit of echo hill ranch where the kids have painted the, the stones themselves in handicrafts and they carry them up themselves, and they place them, and it's uh, breathtaking. Wow, it's that's beautiful. great! And of course, you, of course, you get about eight echoes from the top. <laughs> that's very cool. Um, now, so we'll, we'll we'll come back around. Did you, you? I know you've been you've been writing some new songs too. Have you been? Uh, I know you. The uh, the artistic process marches on, so to speak. 
Uh, the last tail of that I missed. We're talking oh, I'm about- sorry. I, 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 we're talking about the. I'm getting short on time, so I want to talk to you also because I know you you said you've been writing some new songs. Well, the new uh, the record that we're we will soon be uh, finishing up uh, is all uh, all new song, all new material. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, and we've got some uh, pretty interesting people involved already. I don't want to reveal. Sure. Uh, of course, that's the main thing. Is I take the songs, the music. Uh, that's going extremely well, and uh, it's uh, yeah. I don't shouldn't go much further. Oh, okay. All one. right. Um, well, we're but, gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to move on here in a second. But I, uh, um, you're, you're getting folks who are who are uh, supporting with the Echo Hill with the ranch, but we we uh, the camp. We still want to make sure people are going to EchoHill.org. Uh, That's right. And they can get all the information there. And if you want to help out, help the Kingster out with the camp, you can do it through the uh, through the website, I believe. Right. And uh, you, you get a lot of people that show up uh, throughout the year, I guess, and uh, are very interested in this. I, I uh, is it was a Black Rifle Coffee. I love. I have. I, I have become a coffee fanatic for whatever reasons over the past couple of months. And I know they. Yeah, they've done a lot for you guys as well. I know they're big supporters of veterans and the families of veterans. Yeah, and they've really come through for you for you guys up there at Echo Hill. Well, we uh, come through for each other, and it's uh, it is something to see. Right. And I guess that will all start June eighth, is it? June 9th is orientation. June ninth. Okay. Yeah, that that that's a uh, Phil Brush here. Who? Hey, uh, Phil. <laughs> hey, we haven't met yet. We'll, we'll, I'll get up there at some point. I've been. It's been kind of hard for me to get up there the past couple of months, but. Uh, well, well, Phil has Phil. Uh, um, Sean, Phil is a country dancing uh, maven, a star. <laughs> Very cool. And, and I don't think anybody's doing it, or more people are beginning to catch on to it, but. We used to just have a hoedown, you know, as activity. But now, uh, thanks to Phil, we're doing just the way it would have been done a hundred years ago, maybe. Is that, is that accurate? I mean, yeah. When, when you were a kid at camp, they had uh, someone someone from the country come teach you guys about dancing and have a hoedown, right, Kingy? Yeah, but it wasn't a hundred years ago. They, <laughs> but they were six hundred years ago. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Well, I need you to teach me how to do a hoedown because I can't dance. I embarrass my wife every time I try. So if you teach me how to do some dancing. Yeah, that's for Phil. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't dance. Yeah. Really. Well, listen, I'm going yeah. to gonna have go to go. i gotta, I got to take a break, but uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get up there next couple of days. But uh, we want to keep pushing uh, echohill.org, echohill.org, uh, so folks can pay a visit and get all the information and help out in any way that, that they can. Me and me and Billy Swan are trying to write a song. Yeah. What's that? You and Billy Swan are trying to write a song. Oh yeah. That's right. Very cool. <laughs> well, listen, I, I got to go, Kinker Kinkster, but I'll I'll give you a call a little later on and catch back up with you. But uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll get a bunch of hits to EchoHill.org. Sean, you're always uplifting. We appreciate that, brother. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I love Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Kinky. We'll see you very soon, man. Kiki Freeman, uh, I just love I love the Kingster.
Phil Brush is a cool guy. Yeah, actually, Phil's been doing a lot of stuff up there uh, at Echo Hill, so I, I, I got to go up there and see him. And so, if you want to help out with the camp, it really, it's really the kids. You see the kids after they they've been at this camp. Uh, after everything they've been through, and the smiles are just amazing. EchoHill.org. I also have some concerns. What's that? Well, Kinky told you to no longer say the word wow, but you said it three more times after he told you not to. I know, because I'm the guy you tell me not to do something, and I'm going to do it more. It's unconscious. I don't even... My first marriage broke up because my mother-in-law kept telling me what to do, and I just kept doing the opposite. I'm just, I'm that guy. I don't even mean to. It's unconscious. Right. I'm just a genetic rebel. So if you tell me to do so, what Kinky should have done and said, hey, Sean, say wow as much as possible. And then I would have not said the word at all. It's just the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> so you did it again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is Jamie Markley, and you're listening Ooh, to ah. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Went a little long there with the Kinkster. But that's what we do every time he, uh, we get I just love, I love Kinky. I just love Kinky. Um, somebody I don't love, Kamala Harris. Uh, God, she's an idiot. She is so stupid. She, uh, she's got another something else. She said, "I, I saw this on Outnumbered." Uh, let's see. Yesterday, uh, let's see. She was giving an interview. Well, no, on Monday she was giving an interview. Now I understand Kamala Harris is one of those that can't shut up about unity, right? Uh, in 2016, she tweets, "Our unity is our strength, and our diversity is our power." We reject the myth of us versus them. We are in this together. That was July 21st, 2016. But then she told a story on Monday about how she went to her mom one day when she was a kid and said, Mommy, why are conservatives bad? (laughs) Uh, Why are conservatives bad? She is just... You know, what are they? Who are they talking about now? Because they've dropped Gavin. New- they're not Trey. We're, Trey and I were talking about how the Democrats. You know, who are they? Who are they really? Who do they have, man? Are they really talking about Buttigieg for twenty twenty four? I know Gavin Newsom was uh, kind of the guy that they were seemed to be bringing up a lot, but he's kind of a sh- he's a schmuck even for the Democrats. I think. It's hard to be Gavin Newsom when people are leaving your state in legions because your policies suck so bad and the taxes are so high. Uh, he was a total schmuckola uh, during COVID when, you know, he's got all these pretty restrictive mandates on people, which we now know, by the way, did vastly more harm than good. Meanwhile, he's uh, uh, hopping out with his uh, his high-dollar buddies and, and at, you know, expensive French restaurants. So I think the schmuck factor with uh, with Gavin Newsom is a little too high. So now if, if Buttigieg is all they have, by all means, man, run Pete freaking Buttigieg. The gay guy, as Trump calls him. I'd love, you know, it, it, and I'm, I'm going to get into this a little bit more when we get back, but I, I really think it's going to be Trump. He He's head and shoulders above DeSantis in the polls, and DeSantis is the only guy close, and DeSantis is like 20 or 30 points behind Trump. 
I know we're a little ways out here. We still have lots of people to announce. But whether you're talking about Swami Lami Ding Dong there or uh, uh, or uh, uh, Nikki Haley, they're polling in the single digits. I, I and I'm gonna, I want to get into this a little deeper when we get back. But I increasingly I'm like you know Trump. Uh, well, let me hold off. I'll give you my thoughts on why I think Trump's going to be the next president. That's coming up at uh, at 10:30. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, man, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. There's Jim Jordan kicking off the day's proceedings on this uh, investigative, uh, the subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic and uh, we were talking about Trump a few minutes ago. Uh, you know, you, you you look at what we're finding out about the pandemic, which largely is stuff that you and I had already figured out, which is Fauci was largely responsible for making sure the Wuhan lab got the money, taxpayer money, to fund gain of function. You can go back years and find emails and, and communications from Dr. Fauci. These are also coming to light now, uh, where you see that he has been a fan of gain of function research for a long time, for whatever bizarre reasons. Uh, in fact, Fauci has said in his communications at the NIH behind the scenes that Gain-of-function research is so valuable, it's worth whatever risks we have to take. So if you got to crack a few eggs, uh, you know, to sell your, your vaccine. We're finding out more and more stuff about January 6th, which, again, most of us had already sort of figured out <laughs> that a lot of it's a scam. That uh, perhaps the Democratic Party and the swamp itself was kind of involved in getting uh, the so-called insurrection uh, rocking and rolling, and uh, Tucker Carlson kind of popped that bubble on Monday night. Chuck Schumer uh, looks like he might need therapy and possibly some chemical inhibitors to get him over uh, what happened Monday night on the Tucker Carlson show. The border is bad. We've got people being tortured to death in Matamoros. I mean, it's, it's China, Ukraine. I mean, it's bad. There's a lot of bad stuff going on right now. You're going to the HEB and half the shelves are empty. I think Donald Trump's going to be our next president. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, I know it's really early on and people aren't making predictions, but I think it's going to be Trump. And I'll tell you exactly why. You know what you're getting with Donald Trump. People know. Because look, you look at the polling, DeSantis is way behind Trump, but DeSantis is leading the pack of, of the few people who have actually announced they're running. And all of those people, except for DeSantis, are, are tracking in the single digits. Trump is solidly in the 40s, mid to late 40s. I think people are going to vote Trump back into office because they know what they get. They know what they're going to get with Trump. You put him back in the Oval Office, you know exactly what he's going to do. He's going he's gonna to go after the border. He's going to put military on the border. He's going to go after the cartels. He's going to S-can this whatever the hell we got going on with Ukraine. He's going to uh, start talking to the uh, Chinese uh, about, uh, uh, hey, you better watch yourself. And we're going to be energy independent, so 
uh, screw everybody in the world. We'll have our own petroleum, our own. We're going to b- build up the reserves again, the petroleum reserves. We're going to make, we're going to save America. That's his tagline now. It's no longer make America great again, although he still drops that here and there. It's we need to save America. And people know that that's exactly what he'll do. There is no mystery about what Donald Trump will do if he gets another four years in office. And I'm not even getting into the, the yeah, it, rather bizarre, some of this stuff about building new cities and stuff. Well, eh, whatever. He's, he's Donald Trump. He talks a lot. <laughs> but the thing is, you know there are certain things he will do. And one of the things you know he will do when he gets back into the Oval Office is make, once again, the American people his primary concern. And people are desperate for the People want this crap taken care of. And the thing is, he's a proven CEO. He's already had the gig. You know exactly what he's going to do, and I'm telling you, that's going to put him back in the Oval Office. And it ain't going to his 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 blather and his weirdness. Uh, people aren't going to care. They know what they're getting. They're going to put him back in the Oval Office. You know, wh- whoever the VP is will be the president after that. If it's DeSantis, Christy Noem, any all number of people. Hell, why not? Uh, uh, oh, uh, Nikki. Oh, not Nikki Haley, because. Um, Oh, from Hawaii. I just went blank on her name. Well, also Sanders. Well, there's Sarah, Sarah Sanders, Sarah yeah. Huckabee. Yeah, she's a governor now, so she'd be right for the gig. I was talking about, uh, I, I don't know why I'm blinking out on her name. Former Democrat, now unaffiliated out of Hawaii. I just went blank. She's beautiful. Tulsi? Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. Can't believe I forgot her name. She's so freaking unforgettable. But you plug her in as 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 vice president or what have you, give all these other folks cabinet positions. Donald Trump, people know what they're getting. There's, you know. And the other thing I keep hearing about is Michelle Obama. Trey is a believer that Michelle Obama could be the person that ends up running for the Democrats. um, Because obviously if Pete Buttigieg is all they have, that's pretty bad. Uh, My wife uh, is also texting me about Michelle Obama. I don't know. Michelle Obama is in the news in the news right now because now she's talking about how she bawled her eyes out when Donald Trump got elected and they're flying out in the helicopter and she just knew America was going to be destroyed by Donald Trump and so apparently she had a bit of an emotional moment. Michelle Obama having emotions, <laughs> good one, you know. So I I I just don't buy it. I, I don't the Michelle Obama thing. I don't I don't I don't know why she would want to. Do you know what I mean? That's a that's a very fair point. She's got the best of both worlds. Her husband's an ex-president. She's an ex-first lady. She can write any book she wants that gets published. She can make any movie or TV series she wants that gets produced. She can say anything she wants. And guys like me, a billion years, a billion miles away, are talking about it. I don't know why she could. They could fundraise, you know, for the Democrats. They can, you know, I, I don't know why. But Obama, I think, personally, is still running stuff behind the scenes. What's her resume? She doesn't have one for being president. Just name recognition. That's it. That's it. But again, you have to ask, why would she want to do it? Why would they want to do it? If they can cause stuff to happen behind the scenes, then Michelle Obama can still be the big celebrity she is. She never has to deal with any criticism. Not really. So I, I just I, I'm not sold on the Michelle Obama thing. I'm just not. 
Uh, 210-599-5555. I, I, I don't care. If, if you want to run her, go ahead. I, there's nobody on that side of the aisle that causes me to tremble in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? As far as who would run up against Trump or if it's DeSantis. I, the, ooh. And the, ooh. De- the debates. Amy Klobuchar, huh? The, the, the debate, right? I mean, so by all means, if Michelle, you want to run Michelle Obama, you go right ahead, man. Guys don't exactly have a stellar track record of electing ex first ladies. Two one zero, even when they try to cheat. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next, that is what's happening on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, uh, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Final few moments of the gig. Where are you? Is everybody having a good time? Still want to see the Jesus Revolution. It's, uh, Wow. It's uh, earned about $30 million bucks at this point. This was a small movie. It cost about $7 million to produce. Kelsey Grammer's paycheck was probably most of that budget. <laughs> and uh, I, I finished the book by Greg Lowry, and I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Greg Lowry, a new fan. Over the past few years, I, I started listening to, uh, uh, I call it my preacher radio station. I think you know who I'm talking about. And I, well, I'm, If I'm not listening to KTSA, I'm listening to Jack FM. I can tell you the, the exact order of my personal listening habits in my car. Okay? KTSA, uh, usually I listen to Jack in the afternoons. I listen to Mark B. Van Camp and Robbins when I leave here for a little bit. Uh, music, I, I listen to Jack FM. I don't know who that guy they got doing the Ticket Taco voice is, but, man, is he talented. So uh, I listen to Jack FM. I like the music mix. And then I listen to my preacher channel. I got me a little AM station that plays just preachers. You know who they are. They play preachers all the time. Greg Laurie's on there every day. That's kind of how I came to know him. And he's he's a, he's a guy that came out of the Jesus Freak movement, and that's what this movie and book are all about. I like Greg Laurie because, like a lot of the uh, preachers from that era, uh, his theology is applicable to modern life, which is a rarity uh, sometimes in in those circles. Uh, And so I really want to see the movie, and I read the book, his book. uh, It's very, very good. It's a very good book about that whole era, very inspiring. But I haven't seen the movie yet, but I, I, I just think it's badass how well this movie is doing. It's just a little Jesus movie. That's all it is. Little Christian produced movie, thirty million bucks. They've increased the release to include a whole bunch of uh, additional theaters across the country and maybe possibly around the world. And the one thing the Jesus movie says to me, it's kind of like everybody buying up those candy bars from the uh, Daily Wire guy after Hershey announced they were going tranny woke or whatever the hell with their candy bars. The, the the usual suspects we discuss in this show every day, and I mean the swamp critters, whether it's our own mayor or it's Chucky Schumer or it's AOC or any of the usual suspects uh, in the swamp and the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, the one thing you see, and this is where the Trump factor continuously mystifies them, they really don't get the American people. 
They really, really, truly have lived and evolved in their own evolutionary bubble of the, 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 the machine of, of the Beltway of Washington, D.C., the swamp, that they were, you know, eaten with, you know, gold-plated crab mallets. They've really just lost their connection to everyday people. They really don't freaking get it. They assume that all Americans are as stupid and non-thinking and non-intellectual as their own base. And that's their tragic mistake. Uh, Because people, look, they're sick of the woke crap. You're sick of the woke crap. I'm sick of the woke crap. And I'm not talking just Republicans. They're frustrated and angry beyond uh, compare to what's happening along the border and, and all the violence and nonsense and stuff that's bringing into our world. They're, they're, they don't get the whole Ukraine trip of just dumping money into Ukraine. They don't give two craps what your freaking pronoun is. The gender thing is just... It's it's making people barf by and large. It's 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 stu- it's just it's just human stupidity. It's political. And uh, Hollywood routinely pumps out. It's like their award shows. They just believe that people are so stupid. They're such stupid rubes. If we just tell them how to live, they love us so much because we're celebrity politicians and we're celebrity movie stars and rock stars. We're so special. They need to listen to us as far as how they need to live and how they need to think. And they pump out big-ass honking movies that have that uh, that ideology uh, sort of wandering through it. They Music, the TV shows, the media reporting, the news reporting, it's all got that agenda uh, somewhere, rears its ugly head, and people, by and large, go where? In the opposite direction. You think you can drop a freaking multi-million dollar Ant-Man on people and they'll start voting Democrat, right? You put out a tiny little $7 million Jesus movie, pro-Jesus movie, and it sweeps it sweeps the box office. Why? Because the people who made the Jesus movie get the American people. And they know what they're hungry for and thirsting for and what they're desirous of. Whereas the Democrats, the politicals, the political people, the political animals, the swamp critters, they just have no idea who you are. They have no idea who you are. It's why they don't give a crap if Palestine, Ohio is poisoned for the next six generations. They're just silly rubes. Silly, gun-grabbing, Jesus-loving rubes. Probably voted for Trump. But see what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's why Trump could very possibly be the first president, I think, in the history of this young country that might have been out of office for four years and then get right back in. I don't think it's happened yet. I may be wrong. I'm not, you know, I'm not Riccardi when it comes to presidential, you know, uh, 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 knowledge. But I think he will. And And I'll tell you why. Because, again... The American people get Donald Trump, and Donald Trump gets the American people. And right now, the American people are being ignored. They're being insulted if they raise even a question about certain things. And baby, 
the American people want stuff fixed, and they know the Trumpster will fix it. Whatever you think of him, (laughs) no matter how coarse you think he is, or inelegant you think he is, or uh, blustery you think he is, the one thing you know is that he'll get S done. And the American people are done with all they're they're they've had it. They've had it with COVID, they've had it with the economy, they've had it with the border. They've certainly had it with all this uh Black Lives Matter crap and gender crap. And I'm gonna call I, I am, I'm making a prediction. I, I predict Donald Trump will be your next president. Uh I, I'm cool if I'm wrong and it's DeSantis or somebody like that. I'm just saying, I'm telling you, people want him back. I want him back, to be honest with you. <laughs> Although, again, I'd be cool. I'd be totally cool with DeSantis. But, uh, again, Trump's a known quantity. You know what you're going to get. And maybe what we need more than anything else right now is a guy like Trump back in the office. Anyway, that's going to do it for me. Again, check out uh, the website for uh, if you want to support Kinky's Summer Camp for five-star families and First responder families, echohill.org, echohill.org. Thank you, James. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Bye.